First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Tare, Erica, Stephanie, Suze, Diane, Barbara, Anna, Jenna, Jennifer, Karen, Mary, Kevin, Jill, Joe, Sarah, Kayla, Evelyn, Corinne, Kobe, Michael, Reginard, Jane, Lois, Audra, Fallon, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren Stories or Next in Fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. And of course, you will also have our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and to be able to share it with you lovely, amazing fellow fans of this wonderful show. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get to it. When I first started sketching, I had the idea of a slight cowl, something that just barely draped. I yeah. hate cowl. You hate cowl? I hate cowl. Hello, you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest, and I don't like short skirts. I don't like Nike court shoes. I don't like those new shapeless dresses from Uniqlo. And I don't like ugly pea coats. <laughs> Hi, I'm Patricia, and what else is there? <laughs> Not much, all right? Very picky. <laughs> so wait, I did you like the shapeless dress from H&M that you saw me in? When oh, I we last love saw... that dress. When we talk- last saw Patrick. Yes, what a wonderful um, way to talk about the last time we saw each other in person, yes. um, which was at um, Nayland's gender discard party, where we also, again, shout out to Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> Patrick's getting a lot of shout outs because we actually saw Patrick in person. Um, no, the dress you had on from, from H&M, I would not qualify as shapeless. Oh, really? Um, so listeners, to describe it, I don't know, you okay. would do a better job of describing it, but it had this wonderful, like, dolman um, uh, kind of sh- thing or f- effect going on where, um, yes, it's like a straight up and down dress. But um, so, I mean, Uniqlo is doing this thing where even dresses that have like a waist, I feel like there is like this shapeless style going on. But no, I thought your outfit was was very chic, very, very, oh. very chic and just like nicely draped, I'll say. It was full of like flow. And what I really liked about it was how it was like, there's like a panel of stitching that's a different texture from the rest of the garment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also it, it's cotton. It's two mm-hmm. different types of cotton. So it's really cool. On a hot day, I feel like I'm not wearing anything. And that's a nice feeling. Oh, that's so nice. You yeah. know, and it's long, it's long. It's like knee length. It's, um, I mean, it's, I, I, it's like fluffy, not fluffy in texture, but like in terms of air, there's a lot of mm-hmm. air pockets. Yeah, no. yeah. No, I like that. I, I really like that. I, I cause, you know, and uh, if anyone out there is really into these <laughs> unicorn dresses, that's great. But um, yeah, I'm just you know they have buttons and they have you know sleeves, but it's just it's just like 
bleh. it's just like a meh. Huh. That's sort of the sound I'm going to put on the shape. It's just meh. <laughs> that's oh. what it feels like. But yeah. But yeah. But anyway, um, I'm speaking of the um, the gender discard party. Um, that's the last time we all were together. And, and, and so Patricia and I were just talking on podcasts where I had the really late idea where I will say the too late idea to be like, why didn't I take a picture of all of us together? Mm. <laughs> because and we were having fun. <laughs> it was so nice. Yeah. I was just enjoying being in everyone's presence. And so, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really sorry listeners. Cause I, I would love to, to post that on our Instagram, but instead I'm going to post all the pictures that I actually took of us separately on oh, the Instagram, okay. so at least you know we're not all together, but you know at least you know we're we're there well, separately discarding please, our stuff. Please include the ones I took of you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We'll do. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. And listeners, um, it's it's wonderful to be back with you all, and hopefully you're able to see your loved ones in person as well. And um, if you want to see us not in person or or you know kind of talk to one another not in person, we're on Instagram at the workroom podcast and on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the workroom. Um, and also send us your hot takes, your questions and gossip to us at in the workroom at gmail.com. And um, my last thing before we get started is to remind everyone that we do have a cheat sheet, a visual um, a read along. So once we get to the, to the runway, I'll prompt everyone to go to the show notes and click the link and then you can follow along with us as we talk about the designs in runway order. Yeah. All right. So let's get into this episode um, with our designers, uh, like fresh off of a um, very intense team challenge, um, a duo. And so last week we lost Fallon. And so we're waking up in Atlas with her former roomies who are all discussing the aftermath of the challenge and how much they'll miss her and, and how much harder things are getting, period. So um, we we kind of have, um, you know, everyone in their clumps of, of, of roommates just sort of thinking about getting out of the thick of things. Um, we have Bryce, who was also on the chopping block last week who is feeling the pressure to bring it because, oh man, Bryce has been on the bottom a few times and um, he feels like the eyes of the judges are narrowing in on him. And he's just like, not in a good way, not in a great way. And then we also have Victor who is feeling the pressure of being on the bottom because, and he thinks like that's the bad impression that he's given the judges. Not that I think what the judges think is that they feel as if he threw Bert under the bus last week. Um, and so then the, the eyes of the judges are narrowing on both of them for maybe throwing each other on, under the bus. But I think Heidi likes the drama. So if anything, I think Victor and Bert are probably in some <laughs> good standing because they're, you know, they make for some good fodder for TV. But yeah. But did you have any thoughts? Anything going on in your head? Up to now, about the last episode, or even what about we're like about. yeah, about this time um, of of you know feeling the pressure with the designers. Yeah, I mean to be honest, I feel like Feline. I really like what Michael Kors said on the last episode. The only thing that was worth salvaging was what Feline made. Uh, so I don't yeah. think I think they. To be honest, I think they should have both gone home. 
Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think they should have both gone home, but for for the one person who made the one thing that everybody liked to go home was like, oh, okay. Um, a yeah. little bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. I mean, with the, you know, and- with the headpiece that she made, um, and it was also the happiest that she'd been, um, you know, during that whole entire episode, but yeah, no, I kind of get yeah. it. Um, all right. So the designers leave Atlas. They meet Heidi on the runway. She doesn't have long legs today. Um, it's, it's the next day. So, so we're done with stilts, but, um, it's time for a challenge, of course. And she comes in saying that they'll be designing for a very important client who knows a lot about fashion and uh, if you if the de- if the designers aren't already terrified, then um, all they have to do is just wait and see who's coming from behind the script. <laughs> and so we have a very slow and a pens- and a deliberate walker who pops her head out, and it's just little Nina, it's Nina. And the it's challenges, really it's really really cute, and it's so funny because Nina's so uh, unassuming about it. It you know just very straightforward, but Nina. Nina's presence commands a room and uh, the designers are kind of instantly uh, like really on edge. If they weren't already on edge from last week, they're super on edge because the challenge is a project runway first, which is to have Nina Garcia as their client. They're going to dress her. Um, And so what they're supposed to do is essentially make an outfit for for Nina Garcia and her very busy life as a fashion editor to go from um, from day to evening um, to essentially follow the trajectory of um, we're to, we're to believe a day in the life of Nina Garcia, which is you are in the office during the day um, working doing your thing and then at night maybe there's some industry party maybe there's some other events that you have to go through, but this outfit is to transition. Um, for the arc of the day. Go ahead. I I just want to say that the criteria was actually wonderfully clear for once, right? I work all day and then I have a professional event or an yes. industry event. So not a party, mm-hmm. but an event. Not a date, so this, not a club yeah. outing. Uh, right, not, not a work. You know, just... So like work party is different than an industry event where you're meeting people yes. like you're, you, you're the face of Marie Claire when you're at an industry event, right? So this is yes. very, a very good criteria. I agree. Right? I totally agree. I mean, it's kind of the same as, I mean, so far the challenges have been, you know, pretty easy in that sense. Like pretty um, straightforward, not a lot of twists and turns or anything like that. Um, and... And with this, <laughs> um, even though it's very straightforward, there's a lot of pressure here. Nina is a judge, but she also is a very important person um, in the industry and um, has had a, at least three challenges to see what they can do. Um, and this is their first time being able to talk to a judge in the workroom, for instance. Um, so we have like Becky, who is very terrified because uh nina's classic and becky it's a little alternative (laughs) and i thought okay all right becky you're alternative so nina also colors her hair so that i feel like that just that means she's just as alternative as you are 
um, if we're going to just kind of go off the measure of hair color. So exactly. I feel like you should be okay. Exactly. You know, the saying. <laughs> <clears throat> and then we have Danielle, who is, of course, as always, unflappable, super confident, no worries at all. She's like, no, um, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not freaked out at all. I would say my style suits me perfectly. I have nothing to worry about. I'm going to kick this challenge's ass with no expression on my face. Do you editors know how to seamlessly incorporate a smash cut back to the runway? Because I like to question everyone else's skills, not my own. <laughs> Just thinking about Danielle paired up with Cecilia last week, where she's like, Cecilia, do you know how to sew chiffon? Do you know how to do the things that, you know, you say that you know how to do? I, I, I don't trust anyone else except for me. I think I'm the best sewer in this room. Anyway, but yeah. So um, so Nina goes off and basically says, you know, uh, gives a, a, a little bit more um, detail to what it is that she's looking for. And some of it we can kind of gather from what she's worn on the show before. But she says, I like classic with an edge. I like streamlined, clean, tailored silhouettes. I do not like voluminous clothes. I do not like Lots of pleats. I do not like loud patterns, nor colors. And Heidi says, what is, how do you say, Patricia? What else is there? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of things. Anyway, so um, to kind of even boost it up a little bit more, the prize, the prize is kind of big. So, so of course, you get bragging rights because Nina Garcia you, you, you get to dress Nina Garcia and, she, and she's wearing your outfit, but also you will have your look featured in the Marie Claire ad. And mm-hmm. the ad will also run on the tops of taxi cabs all over New York City. I mean, so, that is more than bragging rights. That's I mean, like come legit, on. This <laughs> is <know>. not, <laughs> I mean, when they say, oh, the your prize is bragging rights, I'm like, this is not just bragging rights. Oh, this no. is like a professional job. Yes, yes. You know, like, it's amazing. It, yeah, it's 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 really great. Um, so so they get to have um, some one on one time with with Nina. So um, they had to go to the workroom. Tim gives them the lay of the land that they get thirty minutes to sketch, and then Nina Garcia will come in and will have a one on one with all of them. This is this feels so intense. It feels like also like a job interview at the same yeah. time. So um, so they're back up there and they have their HP desktops. Blah 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 in the back that you know. Um, it has uh, Nina's um, uh, look lookbook, I guess, and some examples of the things that you know that she has worn to other industry events. Um, and Nina and, and Garcia in, in different um, scenarios. It kind of only looked like red carpet scenarios, but still in a professional realm. Um, and what we do see from the pictures is essentially Nina Garcia is wearing black and white or darker colors like I think there's like a darker purple or dark blue in there somewhere so people are nervous because they get to talk to an editor a very influential editor and they all are kind of like oh my god I want to show her something new I want to show her something that I've always wanted to do um we have Kimberly who is just like oh my gosh I need to impress Nina as a judge but also as a client and I want to show her something that she's never seen before. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, so that's like essentially what we have here. And I will say that, um, so Bryce goes, I need to knock this one out of the park. I'm going to make Nina a lightly draped cow neck. And then when I hear this, I, I you know, I, my knee jerk reaction 
is that, <laughs> oh my God, Nina hates Calnex. What are you doing, Bryce? Have you not seen the show? But then I realized this is 2011. And perhaps, perhaps this, this is, is where I got that from. This is where it became known. And it is. Yeah. This is essentially like Project Runway. Is this canon? Can we can we talk about that? I think Nina hating Calnex is canon. That's such a nerd reference. Um, sorry, this is like a Star Wars aside. But I think this is canon. Nina Garcia hates Calnex and uh, poor Bryce because he doesn't have the um, uh, the the benefit of, of hindsight or the benefit of this history to know because he started it. He's he's the one that sparked the history of Nina Garcia noting that she hates Calnex. Um, so, yeah. All right. So so let's go into the one on ones. And Anya is first. So Anya first pitches a mini dress and I thought that was this was interesting because this this is Nina Garcia <laughs> and I don't think I don't think we've seen Nina Garcia in a mini dress maybe like mini shorts but not even mini like very tailored shorts perhaps or um a tailored midi skirt mm-hmm. or a knee-length yeah. skirt maybe but not nothing mini um, yeah and she also think thank goodness also had a jumpsuit idea and um, Nina really likes the jumpsuit, but she's just like, but can you sew this? Can you? Which, Which is a fair I question. don't, I, I agree. You know, Anya was like, uh, and it was like, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. if you are open, by the way, I think, um, I always think about what Heidi said at the beginning of this season, where Heidi said something like, oh, um, let's let Anya prove um, themselves to us if they think they can do it why should we stand in their way and right and I, I love that attitude love that attitude so much yeah but if you say you learned how if you have indeed learned how to so four months ago um I think that's a valid concern yeah yeah pretty much right in terms of for a one-day challenge yeah exactly you know? exactly um uh so next we have Victor and Victor is super full of flattery <laughs> It's working, Nina. Working. Um, but but Victor Victor has Patricia, Patricia's eyes are up in the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let me just peel them back down, put them back in their in their eye sockets. What did you think about this interaction between Victor and Nina Garcia? You know what? On one hand, I think it's super sweet because I mm-hmm. Nina is the first I I'm pretty sure Nina's the first Latin American editor of a magazine in um, North America. Mm. I'm sorry, in the United States. Um, okay. Definitely in the United States. So I, I think that Nina does represent a, a big deal, right? Yeah. Um, or is a big deal and, and represents that. Um, at the same time, it's like, I don't know, like, it's good to be sort of like gushy and real. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like, it's a just, I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah. It seemed like overly flattery and trying to sort of overcompensate for maybe not a fully developed idea, perhaps. Yes. Yeah, that's why I was like uh, rolling my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I think it. I think it really is like slathering on top. Like I feel like Victor is using all of the tools. Um, because uh, I, I, I think Victor is fully confident, um, in in what he's making. But on top of that, it's just like a good schmoozer. So yeah. 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 So, um, but I, I think Nina really likes this, but doesn't want to dress. And I believe this is where she encourages him to do two pieces or um, do separates or something like that. 
then we have Bryce. And Bryce comes in and he gets the clown, what I call whoopsie daisy music. And <laughs> Bryce comes in and goes, okay, so, so I was thinking I'm um, doing a little swing up here and upswing there, a tailor thing here with a very light cow. I hate cow. You hate cow? I hate it. <laughs> Nina doesn't just not like cows. She hates yeah, them. She hates it. Hates it. So yeah, uh, gotta you know change that up, Bryce. Take it out. No cows. Um, <laughs> all right. Next we have Joshua, who is thinking of a cute little tailored dress with some like charcoal grays or something like that. You like gray? You don't like colors. So you, so about gray. And then Nina is instantly like, do you have a plan B? Uh, a plan B on a dress? On a, on a dress? Wait, wait what? <laughs> I know. I love how, like right, like, right away, this challenge, I'm like, oh, 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 red flags. Because, oh, my God. What is this person? Joshua. Joshua. Joshua, yeah. He's yeah. like, what? A plan B on this dress? Yes, a plan B is required. Listen up. And yes. then earlier you have Bryce who, or I think it was Bryce who said, oh, I'm going to do something that Nina's never, has never seen before. Right. That's Bryce. I think that was, I think that was Bryce. That's, that's like almost everybody or okay. at least Kimberly. But, Kimberly also but, is like maybe Bryce okay. too. Yeah. But here, here's like my thought on that. You're going to try to do something that Nina has never seen before. Let's examine this. So the person who has seen more things per day than the years that you have been alive, yes. you're going to try to do something that person <laughs> hasn't seen before. Uh-huh. Just mm-hmm. saying, like, this already is beginning, like, yes, Nina knows best. <laughs> like, this this should have been the title of the episode. Nina knows best. Nina knows best. And your, I don't think, yeah. Your role is to understand that, not automatically question why a plan B is needed, is totally. to... Totally. Right? Yeah, because because he was caught off guard. He was just like, excuse me? So unaware, so, you know, I'll say like light delusion, not in, mm-hmm. the, in a mean way, but I'll say that, you know, and I'm not a fashion designer at all, but if I had 30 minutes to sketch, which is in Project Runway Time standard... That's not a lot yeah. of time, but it's standard no. in Project Runway time. But we yeah. also know how important this um, this challenge is. It's it's basically like a mini. Um, it, it is a real world scenario. So if you were actually going into a client, and this client happened to be the editor of Marie Claire, would you go in there with one outfit? Would you go in there with one yeah. sketch? Exactly. Not even Anya did that. Anya, who has only been sewing for four months, yeah. went in there with a plan B. And Nina Garcia liked the plan B. And we have here we have Joshua, who's just like, excuse me, yeah. you don't like what I made for you? You don't like the single thing that I sketched on the one sheet of paper? And mm-hmm. it's a dress. What do you mean a plan B on a dress? I'm sorry. There's so many different types of dresses. Why don't you do a plan B on a dress? Why don't you do, like, two designs of a dress? Anyway, I mean, like, not, like, rant and rave about that. But, like, how is that so out of left field? It really isn't. Yeah. So plan B's sort of become this refrain throughout the day. And um, we have Danielle next. And here we get what I would call um, this. So Danielle is under a category of Nina's been watching you, which I think is a compliment because she comes in, she starts off with like, 
yeah, here's what I want to do. I want to show you some of my more tailored things. Um, I want to show you blah, 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 these things, blah, blah, whatever. And Nina's just like, actually, I want one of your beautiful, she's, I want one of your beautiful um, little blouses. And Danielle's like, you don't want one of my, you don't want to see my tailored outerwear skills. And he's like, no, I want to see your innerwear skills. Thank you. <laughs> you know, essentially. That was so cool. That's yeah. like what I, that's what I would if I were which I'm not I would never be a designer on the show I wouldn't last I wouldn't make it but <laughs> with my current skills I, I wouldn't last in, in these shows but like that is what I would love to hear if I was a designer on the show yeah. is oh I have all these ideas and they say no there's this thing you you do that I like that's what yeah. I want yeah and I already know that I can do it yes you know yes. that is amazing yeah and you know? so I, I was just like and and of course Jul- uh, Danielle is is just like oh Okay. Mm-hmm. If she is disappointed, we don't really see it. If she's scared, we don't really see it. But yeah, no, she knows how to do this. Um, Julie floats on in and goes, I have one drawing for you. Here we go. Like, <laughs> I have one thing for you, Nina. Um, a dress coat. And Nina, I mean, Julie's lucky that Nina actually likes it. She says, okay, I like this. It's uh-huh. nice and clean. And so, uh, you know, I don't think there, I think there's a, like one note about the collar not being too much, but essentially she's just like, okay, go ahead and, and make yourself a dress coat for me. Um, and then we have Kimberly and Kimberly gets what I call the fairy Tinkerbell music. Um, Kimberly has stars all around her. She's the golden child of this episode from the very first minute. Mm. And again, she comes in. She's like, I'm going to show Nina something new. I'm staying away from pants because I've done only pants. And then that one tiny miniskirt that I did. So I'm giving her some variety. And then he goes, Kimberly, I need your pants. I love your pants. I want your pants. And I just, I'm just like, this is again, Kimberly. I know, I know you don't want to do pants, but she's been paying attention and has been sitting from her chair, and she wants to wear something that you've already made for the competition. That's amazing. <laughs> it's great. Lovely. Um, next we have Cecilia, and Cecilia's like, "This is going to be so easy for me. I know what Nina likes, and it's a lot like what I like." Um, and I'll say this is the last time that we see light behind Cecilia's eyes throughout the rest of this episode the light dims <laughs> slowly yeah. precipitously from Cecilia um, so Cecilia really wants to make two pieces for Nina and she's really excited about doing this very elaborate jacket again sort of like a Danielle trajectory the, how the two of them are similar is really interesting to me but she wants to make this elaborate jacket and then underneath this kind of like throwaway sheath dress. But Nina really likes the dress. <laughs> and she goes, okay, is the dress going to be um, loose? Is it fitted? And she goes, oh, no, no, no. The simple sheath dress that I'm going to whip up in two seconds because I want to spend more, most of the time on this jacket is going to be mm-hmm. fitted. And Nina's like, okay, that is fine. But Cecilia, I don't know about this jacket it seems like a lot cecilia um it's very dynasty and it's just you know cecilia is trying to save the jacket but nina is not having it um oh my god it feels a little dynasty i know 
And I it wonder because I was like, I wonder, like, does Cecilia know what that means? And and we see Nina like this, like you know, going into that, being like, the shoulders are really big. It's dated. And I think you know, Dynasty is code for bad eighties. So um, it's not working out. And Nina doesn't even really give Cecilia a chance to redesign or to suggest alternatives for the coat. Um, and so they just kind of focus on the dress. So that's yeah. that's that. Well, Tim comes back in to escort Nina out. And before she goes, she, she, um, she takes Tim aside. Well, actually, she takes... Oh, you don't see this part. Sorry. So Nina takes Tim aside and says some stuff. So Tim comes in and goes, so designers, Nina took me aside and uh, wants me to um, insure, reassure. And I'll, well, I, okay, let me, let me say it. She wants me to remind you all that when she says she doesn't like color, she doesn't mean that she only likes gray, black, and white. She wants to make sure that you don't go to mood and get these boring, boring colors. Um, and basically, you know, he just kind of gives us the Project Runway adage, like, don't bore Nina. Yeah. Don't bore her. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so off to Mood, they get 30 minutes to shop, $200. And, okay, there's a lot this, that goes on in Mood here. Okay. Um, so did anything stand out to you? Because there's some, there's some stuff. Um, let me see. I mean, I actually really liked what Anya picked out. I thought that was very golden. It later gets referred to as mustard. Oh, Do yeah. You think that is mustard, but I, I like that fabric a lot, and I thought it would look really good on Nina, actually. Okay. Um, because Nina does wear a lot of gold. And she gold does. does look good on Nina. So I was actually really excited to see what... Um, they would do. I mean, I think the most, the sort of like uh, manufactured drama that happens is that both, oh goodness, <laughs> Becky, is it? And yeah, Becky and Anthony Ryan. Alt, Anthony Ryan. Yeah. Um, they, they choose the same fabric. I don't think the fabric is at all exciting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't yeah. think of anything else. What's the yeah, one to I you? I mean, I, I, and I, that's so funny because I totally almost forgot about that because it wasn't a thing. Sure. You know, they, they were probably in the same area where they picked up the same, I don't know, I'll, I'll call it white fabric with some speckled gray spots yeah. on it. Yeah. You know, um, it stands out. <clears throat> and sometimes, you know, those bolts of fabric are just lying outside um, and you might come across it and choose it and the two of them did that and it happens sometimes sometimes people choose red at the same time or blue at the same time laura and danielle are both looking for green like that's what stood out to me more than than that because um danielle is pulling out all of these bolts of fabric and laura's over there like danielle did you find the green yet almost like she's gonna take whatever green danielle finds <laughs> and so <clears throat> and that comes up later so they do end up getting both like similar uh, greens, but of course in very different types of fabric. Um, but yeah, no, I really liked what Anya chose. I thought that was so smart to find a print in um, in a color that didn't have any contrast in it. 
Yeah. Like, I, I just thought yeah. there, it's basically a textured fabric um, that has some like simple chevrons, but really interesting looking chevrons. So yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. I thought that that was like for Anya, I thought that was really, that was actually streamlined for Anya. Oh yeah. Totally. In terms of a pattern choice. Yeah. I, yeah. Same. I thought I'm like, this is a very, it's still Anya, but it, it fits the brief. And I thought it was perfect. Um, poor Cecilia is freaking out because she can't find a print. The prints, yeah. the fabrics are all so expensive and she can't afford what she really wants. She's so limited to her $200 budget. Mm. And I'm just thinking like, what were you looking at, Cecilia? How many yards do you need for this tiny dress? Mm. How many yards? For $200? Anyway, mm. just wondering, looking at Cecilia. So, um... They leave mood. We don't really get to see Nara tail wag a swatch, um, but that's okay. We go back to the workroom and we get to see a little bit more of Anya's fabric because she pulls it out and shows Joshua. And I described it as like this deep yellow color because it didn't look mm. mustard to me. Like I think mustard is a yeah. little more orange than that. I, or brown. I describe it like as it like, like, like orange. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> more brown and more sad. Yeah. 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 But I, I thought it was, like, shiny and vibrant and really cool. Um, we learn a little bit more about Julie. Mm-hmm. So Julie is our other new sewer in the group. Um, not as new as Anya because we, we, we get to hear that she actually just graduated from design school. And she went to design school because she was really tired of bartending and mm-hmm. kind of had um you know some ups and downs thinking that maybe this was a mistake to go back to school because everyone around her was so much younger so she went back in her she's 35 at the time of the taping so she went back probably right after turning 30 maybe 31 um early 30s going into um most likely like an undergrad program and um and so but you know but she's she's here now and went in that direction to kind of change her life a bit. So, so her sewing, so it also explains um, like her sewing, her sewing skills and perhaps like some of her, her lack of real world experience um, in terms of like how it lines up with, um, with her age or even just, you know, where she's come from. So she's not as, she's not as, um, what do you call it? Uh, new as Anya, um, but still right. like fairly, fairly, fairly green as well and and then on top of that she's um cecilia's best friend so cecilia um you know with her dead eyes her her deadening eyes um is really has a lot of fun with julia um and juliet like has or not julia julie and julie has like a really great sense of humor that we actually saw last week with with joshua i think julie is is a perfect um foil to joshua who is constantly mm. trying to make these passive aggressive digs at people, and especially Julie. And Julie's like, "No, not picking it up." No. Well, that's that's what Julie also <laughs> learned in in school with younger people is how to <laughs> not get trapped by immature people. <laughs> exactly. Um, speaking about immature people, can we talk? Mm. Do you want to talk a little bit about this speckled fabric? Uh, what I call sure. shit talking. Sure. <laughs> We have Anthony versus Becky. Um, Anthony Ryan, uh, Becky with the with like 
two people who chose kind of bad fabric. Um, and so Anthony is in a corner whispering to Joshua. Um, and Joshua's like, I see that you and Becky have the same fabric. And Anthony's like, look, listen, I'm not worried one bit. I don't know if she saw me. She probably saw me carrying that bolt around and copied. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to show her how to use this fabric. And then we have Becky in the in the break room eating. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, we have the same fabric. Like, how weird is that? Oh, my God. And Bert's like, what's the problem? Bert's all of us. What's the problem? You just make a different thing and then do better at making yeah. that thing with the fabric? It's not a big deal. <laughs> so... It's a risk. <laughs> it is. It's a risk. It's a risk. Um, and in speaking about talking about speckled gray, we have Cecilia who finds out that her fabric is gray. <laughs> yeah. And under the lights at mood, Cecilia thought that was um, Cecilia said purple, purple. I suspect Cecilia meant to say lavender or something yes. like, like a shade that isn't like a, a, a variant of a saturation of purple. Yeah, not yeah. a bright purple, but a sort of muted purple. Yeah. Um, and actually, from it actually, it looks a lot like the walls of the workroom. Mm. Um, when I could, because I I saw it like when I just saw it again, mm -hmm. I could actually see the lights making it look a little bit, but not that much. No, no, not no, really. Not that much. Yeah. So it must have been something that she was going for that was so subtle. I'm like, that's such a subtle color. So, but at the same time, um, at least she has, I don't know, like the fabric that she wanted. But now that she knows that it's gray, she absolutely hates it. Mm. And then she also has this other kind of light tan color that I don't know how that was supposed to go with purple. Because I feel like that, <laughs> it doesn't look like a great contrasting color to, to a light lavender either. Um, but she completely is, yeah, she's, she's just like, this is what I have. And, and this is, I've, I've, uh, I've sealed my fate with these ugly fabrics. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So we have Tim bringing in Nina. Uh, and of course the producers are asking all the designers, what do you think about Nina being in the workroom? And I'm, again, I'm just like, God, sure, this is stressful and intimidating, but wouldn't you want Nina Garcia, your client, to come in and check on your progress and to see your fabric and have an interaction and all these other things? Like, I love this. Um, but what I also love is that basically Nina gets her own, what I call a uh, Sith Lord theme. So oh Nina walks gosh. into the room and it goes, dun, 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 dun. and she's get like, yeah, she's, she's like, she's like Darth Vader. She's like Darth Nina coming into the workroom, <laughs> making everyone so nervous and, and sowing fear everywhere. And we come up to the most unflappable person ever though, Danielle. Danielle's yeah. first. And so Danielle thinks that she's stuck to the sketch, but Nina is like, so what I liked from your sketch is that there was a mixture of hard and soft. And this is just soft and soft. And Danielle is looking at, she's like, oh my God, I don't think Nina knows how to read illustrations. I think oh, Nina God. must be completely unqualified to understand um, sketches and especially my sketches because I'm not done yet. It's not pressed. And it's, yeah. <laughs> what if, Nina, what if, what if I put black stitching here? No. 
Um, what if I put it like a darker green in some random place? No. Um, what if I put a cuff at the bottom? No. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> and at the end, she's like, well, Danielle, how do you feel about that? Um, I'm fine. And Danielle is back in her talking head, drinking a mm. cup of tea and her chair is on fire. And she's like, everything's fine. I'm fine. Ah! I'm okay. I just keep going. <laughs> Oh Danielle, Danielle fascinates me in how she's just like, everything's okay. I'm the best here. I'm amazing. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. And I think that's also what the producers do is show confidence. I think they tell them to mm. like show confidence or something, which is obviously not working for everybody. My dear Cecilia, it is not Poor working for Cecilia. Cecilia at all. But I yeah. think that it seems like that's something the producers do steer people towards. Yeah. yeah. So... I don't always trust when they seem so confident, but I'm looking at that garment and it is not, however that is being sewn, it's not looking good. Like I don't need to know how to read fashion sketches in order to see that this is not uh, working out very well as a a piece that's supposed to be um, sewn (laughs) as opposed to stitched. Yeah, she's being, she's so stubborn because it's still it's a very tailored chiffon blouse. It looks nothing like the blouse from that we saw from last week. And nothing like anything that she's made before, which is like just very straightforward, beautifully um draped and 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 crafted blouses, but this one is so overworked and it's got a lot of the um details from the the coat that she really wanted to make and that's that's basically what she's doing um is this coat but but you know with this very complicated blouse now so yeah um next we have julie who um when nina and tim walk up she goes listen i just had this revelation i'm just figuring out what i like i like structure I like things that are constructed. And I'm like, can you just pretend that you know more? Can you pretend that you've already been at this? You know, like kind of like damp down on the the self-revelations because, Julie, you're looking so new, so new. Anyway, but but I also really admire and I love Julie's transparency in this sense Mm -hmm. where she's like, you know what? I don't have a design philosophy yet. It's happening right now. It just started. Yeah, I think that's really exciting in a way. Yeah. And also, I mean, and, and, and good thing for her, she's already making something along those lines. Um, so I kind of got the the feeling that she was actually like, oh, I'm enjoying this. I'm really having a fun yeah. time putting this together. So um, Nina comes in and sees the collar and she goes, um, this collar, I'm worried that it is too. And Julie goes, big yes so they figure out like some collar thing but what i loved about this interaction when nina walks away julie goes i'm adding more color everyone else is trying to gray out nina julie is the only one who's like more color more color yeah and and nina picks something up and says oh you already have an athletic accent here Mm -hmm. like for the garment yes yes and what was that athletic accent? Like, I, I, I actually didn't catch what that was. It was some kind of orange piece of fabric. When I say oh. orange, I mean, like, mango sherbet kind yes. of orange. You know, like a very muted orange also, not a bright 
not that not a kind of orange that I would wear as a lover of orange. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like a sad, unique glow orange. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so that's what that was picked up from the table. Yeah, I thought it was a very comforting orange. That's that's sort of the way I thought about it. Um, and I, I do think that orange and gray go really well together. By the way, Nina's also wearing orange as they're having this conversation. Oh, yeah. So no, Nina it, walks into the workroom wearing what I thought of was like a very glittery looking. This is going to sound yeah. mean, but this is I don't mean this in a mean way. The She's wearing a pattern and color. <laughs> and the pattern looks like a glittered, like a glitzy lab rat maze. And the sleeves are, yes, they're like a bold, some type of orange, like a shade of orange. All that to say, I'm just like, there's a, there's like a lot of contrast going on in the top that she's wearing. And yeah. the top just like, <laughs> I did not like this pattern, but Nina's wearing it. And I, you know, new information, like gather that. But I think that's, yeah. I think that's notable because when we go to Anya, that's the, that's when I really noticed that pattern because mm. I was like, oh, so, Okay there is this risky fabric Anya's trying to kind of tone down her um her what she's usually inspired by which is you know a certain type of pattern um and Nina is not into this color but we see her wearing a very bright color um and uh it's really interesting this conversation happening with Nina wearing what she's wearing what did you think about yeah. this so okay two things the first okay. thing I thought was Nina you, you're wearing something to throw everybody off number one I know and then <laughs> you think I thought she did it on purpose I wonder if she did no I don't think so I think yeah I, I seriously think Nina's too busy to, to even be thinking along those lines yeah but what I sense. do think is that the next thing I thought too I was like oh my gosh this this would never air today because all I oh. saw when I looked at that pattern I was like People would be picking out like the swastika elements of this, and this would never air, right? And by the way, <laughs> that's just a, something on the pattern. I don't think Nina's wearing that consciously yeah. Yeah. at all. I'm not, you know, I'm just saying that would never air today because that symbol would oh, just interesting. People would like focus on that. Yeah. And then that's the so, other yeah. thing, and the other thing that I thought was, Going back to the, what my first thought, which was, Nina, you're wearing something to, th to throw everybody off. Then I was like, oh, wait, but this is not an industry event. Oh. So there, are th there are things that you can wear to work during the day, such as yeah. this uh, garment that is glittery with a pattern that has a, a sheer, by the way, a sheer front mm -hmm. with glitter on top. Clearly Nina's wearing something underneath it or the pattern has that panel with yeah. orange sleeves and a solid color on the back of the garment. So mm -hmm. you could, maybe you could wear that to work, but you could not wear that to an industry event. Yes. So in a way I was sort of like this own outfit did not meet the criteria that was set forth. Right. Yeah. That's I where think... my brain went with all of this. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. It's totally fair because <clears throat> it it is. Yeah. It's a distinction. So that brings all that also brings in sort of the confines of this challenge um, in a very practical way because it's like yeah this is yeah that I think that that, that makes a lot of sense okay I'm, I'll, I'll be like less harsh on Nina for wearing that shirt into the workroom. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I have to say I don't like it either. I would never wear it, but people wear many things that I don't like, and that's great. Yeah, um, yeah. I do. I do think it does flatter 
her hair color. Mm-hmm. I do think Hina looks good wearing it. Yeah. And it's you know, it's fun. It looks comfortable. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I think it's really great. Like, it's not boring. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's all right, so so Nina asks for a plan B from Anya, and so Anya just says like, "I'll have to just make this work. <laughs> She'll have to figure it out." Um, we kind of quickly go to Joshua. Joshua's okay. I didn't really write that much for Joshua. No. Um, I didn't write that much for Anthony Ryan or Becky because Nina actually likes the fabric, and so then no drama. It's yeah. fine, guys. You're okay with this like fabric that I think is very ugly. Um, so, um, Olivier, uh, gets kind of like a note to not be too safe or old fashioned because I think there, um, that might be something about some, uh, a thing that Nina's picking up, um, in a pattern of, of his clothes. And, and then we have Bryce. Oh my gosh. So I don't, we don't really get that much from this interaction, except Nina rolls her high, her eyes up to the heavens, like almost as hard as you rolled your eyes that one time, <laughs> three minutes ago. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have Bert. Talk about like, um, not work appropriate. Bert wants to make this simple black dress but it has a very plunging neckline. And so it's like, okay. Um, and, and he goes, I know this may, might not be appropriate for work. And he was like, you think? <laughs> like, do you, do you notice? Did you notice anything from the lookbook? Anything about my work clothes or my industry, <laughs> industry stuff? Like even right now, I'm wearing long sleeves. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, that's it's just another thing that Bert does where it's, the I know best situation where I'm here to do what I do. I've done this for mm-hmm. a long time. I'm here to do it. And that, uh, by the way, I've, I think I said this so many times before, I'm perfectly fine with people going on the show to promote their work, mm-hmm. but the challenge is there for a reason. If you don't yeah. listen to the challenges, it's just not, you're not, uh, you're not there to do what the show is asking you to do. You know, uh, not at all. I mean, it's it's interesting because it's like, yeah, no, he was all gung ho with that, and it's like, I wonder when did it click for Bert that this wasn't going to be okay? Was it Nina's face <laughs> or her saying like, "I'm very worried about this"? But yeah, it's it, it's just yeah, it's another, um, all that you've said, like, just co-signing. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then it's Next. like I just want to say one thing: Nina yeah, has worn probably. Every amazing outfit that has had to be worn, Nina is one of those people that has worn them, right? Yes. There's a very select group of people, like whatever, but a hundred who have worn these garments. Yeah. Nina is probably one of them, most yes. likely, you know? Yep. So why, again, why do you think you know better? Like, I just, I don't know. <laughs> it's just very puzzling how everybody is just so... Oh, I know better. I know what I know what women want. I know what Nina wants. It's like, yeah. well, if you're not listening, you are never going to know what they want. Yes. Yes, you know? exactly. I mean, and but, then we have, what do you think? I, okay, we had a very brief moment with Laura because all I wrote down here is, ew, Christmas green. Mm. Because Laura comes over and, of course, she's got the other type of green from um, from, from Julie. And Nina does not like this color and doesn't really say much about it, which I think is 
telling um, because Nina approaches these designers differently Um, with Anya. I don't know if it had to do with how much she's just like, doesn't like mustard or if it had something to do with pushing Anya and with Laura, she's like, Oh, this is a lot of green very Christmas green and Laura's like no 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 once I do all the things that I'm gonna do to it like it's not like no it's gonna be like a great green and and we don't really see Nina just kind of pushing back at that all and I'm wondering if something in Nina is like uh, it's not the it's not a, it's not a battle I'm choosing I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick another another fight not this one yeah well I feel like that was fair of Nina if you're not listening to me I'm not here to do your homework for you Yes. Like this is about how you adapt to a challenge, how you bring what you do and adapt it to this challenge. So if you're not doing that, then yeah. what what does Nina to do? Nina is also a judge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Nina's capacity here is very specific. It's this is this garment is for me. Right. But I cannot interfere for, with how I'm eventually going to judge this. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know, and yeah, that's what I thought. But I also thought, you know, I agreed with everything you said on the last episode about um, Laura, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Everything I mean, you said, everything you said, and things you haven't said, I also agree. <laughs> a lot of things to say about Laura. I mean, I have, I have another thing that, that's in um, in response to Victor, because talking about like, okay, this, and again, like, I feel like this is maybe a way of of figuring out like I kind of use these these one-on-ones to think through whether or not um Nina kind of sees potential or sees some type of um promise more promise in other designers than 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 some and I think Victor is one of them because he's showing this black top that's done but then it's got this gray shiny fabric on the bottom and it's bunching it up around the waist to make it kind of have this ruffly effect Tim compares it to like, oh my God, Victor, this sort of looks like Nina Garcia went to eat at a restaurant and it, and she got it from the table and took the tablecloth with her. And um, because, and then Nina basically asks for a black dress where she's like, why don't you just use the same fabric on the bottom or something? Basically and to imply, I don't like the silver stuff that you have here. And then there's a talking head of Laura being like, um, I don't think Nina would opt for a black dress, even though Nina has just asked for a black dress. Um, mm. She says, I think she would like my Christmas green dress that she said to my face that she didn't like. I think she would prefer that, but in her head. Mm. Like, she didn't say it to my face, but I feel like that's what she wants. And I'm like, Ugh. because then Nina is also like suggesting like a silhouette to Victor and kind of does this thing where I think she's also been paying attention um, but at the same time, probably knows his capabilities and is like, I want this. And Victor's like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll give you that because she's the client. Anyway, mm. so yeah, that's another thing that I thought was really interesting because Laura makes these pronouncements and so does Becky. I feel like, but I think Becky um, sometimes is is just showing how afraid she is of everything mm. and Laura is is just completely in another world I and it's kind of is making up a lot of stuff in her head and just saying them out loud not out of fear but just wrong observations and so um anyway yeah that's that's just my my one-off on Laura um <clears throat> because next we have Cecilia 
who gets the uh-oh music because she shows the very color that um, I think Nina rejected from um, from Victor. It looks kind of similar to the fabric that Victor had as well. Um, but she also starts off by saying very negative things. She's like, I didn't get the color that I wanted. All I have are these fabrics. It's gray and tan. And I thought it was a different color underneath the light. This is not what I expected. And so Nina is just like, it looks sad, Cecilia. And then the mm-hmm. light behind Cecilia's eyes dims a bit more, bit more. <laughs> so it yeah. is sad to see Cecilia while everybody else is just showing, like everybody else is so cavalier about yeah. their intentions. You have someone yeah. who's really crumbling yeah um with indecision and doubt and just not really feeling like they have access to execute what they want to execute when i say access i mean not finding what they want in the specified amount of time yeah so that was really difficult and in a way i wish this show had more of a plan for when that happens Hmm. as opposed to because it's it's not good to watch people fail without them wanting to yeah, I mean it's something, you know, you know this kind of that kind of bring um, brings to mind um, things that we see in the other show, the other Heidi Tim show, making mm-hmm. the cut, where um, they'll sacrifice time to go back and get fabric, and it's just counts against you in terms of time, but at least there's a way out. So if right. so if you do leave and there's yeah. something that is so detrimental to your design or devastating to you and your process, then yeah, spend an extra hour and go to Mood and get some yeah. more fabric. Yeah. All right. Next, we have the golden child. We have Kimberly. <laughs> Kimberly is next. <clears throat> and she redid the sketch um, because she factored in the pants. And just to kind of – because she's not done. She hasn't really um, – she doesn't have a lot on, on the mannequin. She's still kind of figuring things out. But she's like, oh, but Nina, I thought it was so professional. Like, Nina, I just want you to show, want to show you what's going to look like. Um, and so far, it's it's very matchy matchy. There's some navy blue, almost like a purplish dark blue pant thing going on. But the majority of the top is in the same fabric, and there's like a little bit of gold happening up top that triggers Becky over there, who's so edgy and so alternative like she's not into gold shiny things she just can't do it um and so nina does something that i thought was really interesting and very different where it's not what she likes but she's like but i trust you and so if your gut says one thing then i want you to go with your gut and i was like nina really likes kimberly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I think, I don't think Nina just throws, throws trust around, right? No, like, not at all. They're, okay, so there's something here that I trust, so yes. continue. So I think um, somewhere in the design, in decision-making, Kimberly earned that trust. Yeah. So. And and I'll say that, like, also to kind of take into context, like, who Nina is, Um I'm pretty sure because, of course, we at the top of the episode, we get this feeling that, you know, we have Sith Nina, who is just so picky and so particular and very calculating. And she has like she's seen everything and she has like a, a giant list of do's and don'ts, but not really like she knows what she likes. 
But I think she also is, she, of course, like she's interested in design. She loves fashion. Um, and so I thought this was a really good example of her interacting with a designer who's, um, who she, you know, um, is, finds interesting and, um, and is also letting them just be them and do something. And, and so Kimberly, of course, is just like, oh my God, but I see your face. You don't like it. And I want to win this challenge. And Nina's like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't think of that. Don't think of that. I want, I really want you to just kind of follow your gut and, and follow this through the way you want it to finish which I think is like a balance between like Nina and Tim. Like that, this was like the most Tim that Nina got in the workroom. I just thought it was so mm. great. Um, anyway. Yeah. All right. So that's all we have with Nina on her way out. She raises the ante. She's like, um, another reward for this challenge is that the winning look will be not only featured in an ad in Marie Claire, but it's going to have an editorial spread (laughs) so essentially like it's it's like the one of the biggest prizes of the entire show for a challenge (laughs) i mean this is a major thing it's a major challenge so um all right so so nina leaves and um we learn a little bit more about kimberly um in this like you know as she's like going through and trying to figure herself out um, that she's had some struggles. She's had a lot of loss. So she lost her mother recently and she also lost her brother. Um, and so it's kind of like bolsters this um, narrative around her that she's like resilient, but also she's got other reasons why she's doing this show and pushing herself and, and, and uh, doing something that she really loves. And um, then we have some problem solving to go through. So, so people have got some problems. So Anya has got a color problem and Joshua suggests that she dye it. And then she, Anya also gets some help from Anthony Ryan, because um, we remember from the first episode where she was working at the, at the sewing machines and her, her fingers were all black (laughs) because um, so this time she's dying, but she's using gloves. So she's learned um, some lessons and um, while Anya dies with color um cecilia's are doing another type of dying her eyes are doing another type of dying um and uh it's it's just kind of you know uh cecilia's doing her best with with like the the fabric that she has um we have a really cute moment with anthony ryan and and his partner um on vid chat which is something that we don't call that anymore, which I, which I wonder if that's, is that an HP thing? Is that an antiquated HP reference? But, um, they talk about stuff. Um, the, uh, gay marriage was just legalized in NYC at this point. It's yeah. not federalized yet, but you know, so they're like right. calling each other fiance at this, at this point. Yeah. That was really, really sweet. I thought that was really, really sweet. And what I really also liked was the boyfriend saying, because Anya pops in to say hi, mm-hmm. and the boyfriend says, "Oh, she is cute." And I thought that was sweet. <laughs> I just thought that was sweet. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really cute. Um, so, so Ryan, um, I'm sorry, Anthony Ryan turns off the vid chat and like giggles along while <laughs> while Anya continues to dye her fabric. Um, and then we have the models come in, and did any like anything about this model time? I mean, we have like. Anya is explaining some of the 
drama around the color to her model. Anthony Ryan is trying to add some padding to his model's bra. Uh, Kimberly is like sticking, like sticking her model like a pin cushion because she's making her put on this top with a bunch of pins in it. And uh, Danielle's model is giving her feedback on this chiffon blouse. Danielle and her model are basically the same person. It sounds like she's like, it's just, I think maybe right here or there. It's just like, it's interesting. Like everyone's in weird lanes. And then um, Cecilia hates her materials mm. again. And is pinning what we now know is a thin jacquard to her model. So she's just essentially just yeah. pinning her model into the sheath dress. So she's so unhappy, but anything else from, yeah, no. that's all. That's all I had. Um, all right. So we, we go to the next day. It's the day of the runway. It's also interesting that no one really made a big deal about this being a one day challenge. Um, but it is. So the next day we have the runway, um, they wake up, they're all getting ready. And then it's off to the workroom and Tim Gunn walks into the workroom, walks into a Parsons, but (gasps) no one is there. They're all in the brothers' sewing room. Yeah. And then Tim says, designers, in the history of Project Runway, we have never, I've never needed to deliver these lines in the sewing room. You have two hours to send your models to the L'Oreal Paris hair and makeup room. And I'm sorry, the L'Oreal Paris makeup room and the Garnier Garnier hair studio and use a piper lime wall thoughtfully and keep working. You have a lot of work to do. I'm alarmed. I'm so scared. I'm sweating through my suit. I'm so scared. And it's, it's just like, it's really great. Can I just say, wow, the drama of that moment. This is a drama that I like in the show. I know. It's like, open the door. Nobody there. Oh my gosh. Hello. People motivate. I know. (laughs) It's kind of like, it's kind of like a, like a horror film because like all the music stops and it's just silent. Um, and then it goes in, it's all the sounds of the, of the sewing machines just working and everyone's in there, man, what drama. All right. So everyone has a lot to do. I, okay. I shouldn't say that. I'll walk that back. Every certain people have a lot to do. Anya has a lot to do. Uh, who else? Um, I think every, well, maybe, maybe it's just Anya. Oh, Anya and Julie. That's who it is. So it's Anya and Julie who have a lot to do. And a lot of other people are just kind of like finishing up um, uh, some stuff. Victor is super done. Victor even Mm. lined a skirt. That skirt that he made fully lined. And and people like it. Actually, Kimberly is like, oh, I really wish I had made that. Right. People really like it. I thought it was very expected, but yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, we have hair and makeup, which is basically everyone basically going in there like, could you just kind of like do nothing? Can you kind of look like there's no makeup? Yeah. Can you look kind of simple? You look kind of boring. Very Nina. I just feel like there's just <laughs> potential for comedy and Nina shade here in hair and makeup. Um, but um, we kind of get through that. And we have a little drama with with what I call our baby sewers getting help. So Cecilia is helping Julie because Cecilia is done and um, she really loves Julie. And so um, we find a little light behind the eyes. There's, she becomes a little bit shiny. And then we have Laura who's friends with Anya um, helps her. And um, Laura is really kind of cleaning up the piece and probably adding in some finishings. And 
what in the edit we get a lot of drama around Laura helping Anya. So we have we hear a lot from Victor and from Becky and whatever. But we don't really hear a lot of people commenting on Cecilia helping Julie, which is interesting. Right. Yeah, it is. So I'm wondering if it's because people feel more threatened by Anya. I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. And also because people think Anya, oh, people already think Anya is weak. People already think, yeah. oh, she's been sewing for four months. Puff, you know. Yeah. Um, as opposed to thinking about, like, wow, like they do what they do with four months of sewing experience. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like to me, to me, it's a wow factor. It's not a detractor. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so it's time to head to the runway, and um, Tim holds the door for all the models, and there's a hmm. There's like a concerned look or a certain a concerned sound coming from Tim, um, which I'm, you know, I'm not going to make a comment every episode about what Tim says while he's holding the door. But there was that, you know, um, second episode where every outfit was just smashing, smashing, brilliant, brilliant. And so when Tim doesn't say anything, it, it just stands out to me a little bit more now. You realize, I think this is a wonderful direction for a spin-off of this podcast is exactly what Tim says at the door. I want to cast I, I want to just right? make it known. I would love for this to be a Patreon thing we take up at some time. Oh yeah. I you know, there's so much richness to those moments right before the runway. Um with 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 what comes out of Tim Gunn's mouth. It's just gold. Well, just so that's, much. That's like to the drama lives for me that I love. It's like <laughs> Okay, well, um, so we, we we leave the workroom finally. And so we're on the runway. And that means, listeners, this is where you will uh, reference our cheat sheet by going to the show notes and clicking on the link to follow along with us in runway order. So um, we have our normal judges. We have Heidi Klum, Nina Garcia, the client. And then we have Michael Kors. And then we have two Oops, I hit my mic. So excited. We have two guest judges this excite, um, this uh, episode. <laughs> First, we have Carrie Washington. And then we have Joanna Coles, Nina Garcia's boss. <laughs> and um, it's so funny. So speaking of Calnex, um, this is something that I, I have not really said on podcast, but I say this out in real life. That um, So Carrie Washington, this is before... I think this is before Scandal fame. Um, but uh, I've always had a pet peeve around Carrie Washington. And it's because of this episode. Um, sure. This is like the first time I'd really heard Carrie Washington speak for a prolonged period of time. And I remember watching this um, when it came out and being highly annoyed by almost everything she said. And Aww. I don't feel the same way, but it's just kind of looking back. I'm like, oh, Calnex and Carrie Washington origin stories for two things that mm. are just so tied up in Project Runway um, for like, you know, Carrie Washington is more more me, not not the show. It's more me. Anyway. All that being said, let's go to the cheat sheet and um, let's get started in talking about this runway for Nina. All right. First, we have Joshua. That, you know, so we have like a orange color blocked, uh, slightly A-line dress. She's more like a sheath dress. 
where it's orange on the outside, it's gray on the inside, and it's uh, lined with black. <clears throat> this looks like... <laughs> I think you've already said it all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I looked at this, I was like, wow, how dare you, Joshua? How dare you? This is not Nina at all. It's very, oh, no. almost like this futurist, something that you would make for, um, a, like, you know, like a retro future movie. Yes. It feels like a costume. What but is it this? Feels like, it feels like really fancy club wear. Yeah. Yeah. And this is something, this is fancy club wear for people who work in the clubs and have to go to a meeting during the day to like discuss you know like the liquor license i don't know like those kind yeah. of day meetings like yeah this is not nina I, it's I, I was it's really super casual in that sense um but yeah yeah not, like wholly inappropriate <laughs> what um so that so that, that model comes out super confident wearing this this, this thing that joshua made um next we have bert who has shortened up that that neckline thankfully um and i thought you know uh it's really strange so we have you know our duels from last week you know we had the the problem children of bert and, Vic and victor and also the problem children of cecilia and um not the problem children the other cecilia and uh danielle um who work very similarly and i thought this dress was sort of like the lesser version of of victor's it was hard to not compare it because they're both black um they're both kind of like a play on the a little black dress in a way right but um and also doing really interesting things with the with darts but i did not like what the what these were doing with the darts i thought that they were kind of there's too much emphasis on um it's almost like a like an inside out princess scene which i do not like um yeah. so yeah i don't know what you thought you know, I, I agree with, I mean, I, I know that they're not comparable, but I agree that they share characteristics. Yeah. Um, I yeah. agree with you in that sense. And I think that um, I, I'm going to use a word that I always feel like I have to qualify. I'm going mm. to use the word distinct. And I just want to make it very clear that, um, so, so Nina has a very distinct way of dressing. And what I mm. mean by that, and I do think you know, Nina very much works in the world that is governed by the tyranny of taste with a capital T. Okay. Mm -hmm. We know this, right? I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Um, but when I say, so when I say that Nina dresses in a distinct way, what I mean is that Nina is not an off the rack shopper. Hmm. Nina is going to put something together in an interesting way mm -hmm. that is not going to be like off the hanger onto the body. Hmm. And both, both um, Bert's dress is so thoroughly, thoroughly um, undistinct. Hmm. Yes. And I think that's, yeah, go ahead. And I think that um, Victor's dress is <clears throat> not thoroughly indistinct, but it has its own, um, there's no edge to it. Yeah. So, in the, and I'm going back to the criteria that Nina said about both of these. And I'm sorry mm -hmm. to do them both at the same time, but you let us hear and I liked it. Um, Nina was very clear, classic with an edge. These are classic looks. They have no edge. Yeah. Both of these, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah, and, and we can yeah, let's like talk about Victor's because like I I I liked the I thought the shoulders were the edge there. There's but there's something about the neckline. You can't really see it on the the cheat sheet um apologies, but the neckline is so minor. Um, it's almost like the opposite of what Bert was going for, where Bert was trying to go all the way down to Nina's navel. And then I feel like, um, Victor's, um, V-neck was sort of not enough. So there's like a, it's like a, almost talking about like scale or, um, proportions. Like it was, it was like a very strange, um, dimension I'll, I'll yeah. say. And then the shoulders too, like the shoulders look better when your arms are at your sides yeah. because it gives you that shape. And so I kind of thought, you know, we're, and I, you know, I, I guess I'm jumping around. Kind of thought the same thing with Laura, uh, with Laura's outfit, mm, where I yeah. feel like using those types of shoulders um, yeah. to me is, <clears throat> um, how do I say? It's kind of, it feels disrespectful. <laughs> Because it's like it, it's forcing your arms to be at your side. There isn't um, a lot of movement expected of the wearer, and yeah. less so than Victor's. I don't think Victor's is like disrespectful. I, I just feel like it was more about the shape rather than um, the usefulness of it. Where um, if Nina is moving around and moving her shoulders a lot, or even moving her head, or carrying something, I don't really know. Then um, I wonder what that looks like in real life. And I and I bet it doesn't look as flattering as it would if your arms were just at your side. Yeah. Um, I also feel like the skirt, Victor's skirt's kind of weird because he's just playing around with darts the same way that Bert's mm. kind of doing it. Just a different configuration and a different way to fabric. And I thought that wasn't enough to make a black outfit interesting. Um, I totally agreed. Totally okay. agreed. Yeah. And I also think that the three of them that we, that you've just um, <laughs> brought up, so uh, Laura, Victor, and Bert, the three of them made cocktail dresses. Nobody wants right. to work in a cocktail dress. It's I not know. convenient. It's not convenient. And the, that wasn't the challenge. The challenge was I need to work in this all day. Yeah. I need to jump out of cabs, go into meetings, mm -hmm. go into the office, wait, wait by elevators answer questions when I least expect to in and out yeah. of like, as I'm coming in, in the door or out of a door. And mm -hmm. then I have to go to a professional event in the evening. Yeah. So that is not a job for a cocktail dress. Yeah. Yeah, already. totally. So I, I think the three of them just got stuck on that idea. And is it a job for, um, uh, is it the job of a cocktail dress that also has like mesh slits that shows like the tops of my thighs and the middle of my thighs? <laughs> This Who is Laura's. That? I'm talking about Laura's outfit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, know, just like, how impractical is this? Like, has Laura yeah. ever had a job? I'm just also oh. wondering about that. Well, and, you know, yeah. just wondering, have you ever worked in an office? Because I think that's also, that that is a question. Because, um, you know, it, 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 it is one of those things where I'm like, I, I, I don't, maybe there should have been more questions asked about what yeah. is a day in the life of, of Nina Garcia period um well, so yeah i'm sorry go ahead no that's okay that's yeah i'm just like yeah go ahead but it's it's not just an office job it's an office job with a lot of responsibility yeah an office job where there are a lot of high stakes decisions being made very fast yeah um in terms of like business decisions relationships so yes it's really a day in the life of a woman in power yes and yeah and that's, I think, something that they all forgot because they all were dressing for 
you know, that they're like the doll in their heads. Mm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is Nina, you know, like, oh, this wonderful person who's our judge. Yeah. Uh, who can make or break our careers. We can participate yeah. in that. Right. Yeah. But but this is really the garments need to be a job for a woman in power. Yeah. Who is not um, cloistering themselves behind um, masculinity looks. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, talk about, you know, kind of like an interesting uh, take on a suit. What did you think about Oliver's oh. outfit? Um, loved the pants. Um, well, kind of. I didn't really like the top. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was sad. I thought it was sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of wish that there were different colors here. Um, and I, you know, I kind of was wondering, like, are you trying to create some type of like cinched in thing, um, around, you know, the, the, like the shirt, like, is it like, I didn't really understand the design of the top in yeah. terms of like a shape. It's interesting. Cause it's, it feels different to me. I've never seen anything quite like this, but I didn't like the neckline. I thought it was also weirdly sporty because it feels like, yeah. like the, the kind of collar of a shirt or of a jacket that I would run in, but not mm-hmm. something that I would wear to work. Right. And so the, the, what's happening on the sides, I, I was like, what is that? Is that like, is that trying to be uh, a bustier? Is that trying to be um, some other type of like color block thing? What is it? So, yeah. I thought it was confusing. Yeah, I guess I am. That's, yeah, I am confused. I mean, that's what confusing confusion is. Um, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> next, next we have our duo. So we have the Battle of the Speckled Print. First, we have Anthony Ryan. And I feel like Anthony Ryan didn't even try. That's what I thought about this outfit. I know. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you tried. I mean, I keep going back to what Joshua, the, the best line from Joshua so far. Why is she going there in that? Yes. Yes. You no, know, like why, where, why is Nina going anywhere in this? And also kind of talking about uh, this, this skirt, like this is a, like a bubble type skirt. And I really kind of am thinking of that as being something that went away like five years prior to this. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but also like how can Nina sit down, have meetings with something yes. that short? Yeah. And I don't think Nina's wearing a clutch or bringing a clutch to work. Like I, I would think that she's, yeah. she has like a bigger bag or, um, you know, at least like, I don't know. She's got more to carry than yeah. what, like than what a clutch can carry for her. So yeah, where is she going? She she's at work anyway. I mean, um, I, yeah, I, I think just as a judge, <laughs> she has more to carry that, than it fits on that clutch. So for example, yeah. the sharpie, the cards. Those cards <laughs> are probably long... bigger than that clutch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where is she going and what Becky's made? not good i you know i actually didn't hate this up close what did you Um, like about it i thought okay becky i get that you're trying to make something that's definitely not what what anthony ryan's gonna make i have i feel like she was more worried than than anthony ryan i like the yellow piping around the 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 
the like the panels of, of black that she put in there. And I like how mm. one of them made the V-neck at the top. Like there's like this interesting thing that's happening with that. Um, I just really didn't like the speckles. I, I, I thought not great, but this dress needs pockets. So I feel like yeah. if you're going to make a one piece like this um, and I'm, you know, I'm not thinking about Nina Garcia and she loves pants. I'm pretty sure she's requiring those pants to have pockets. And I would assume that if she's wearing um, a, a, you know, a dress like this and she didn't ask specifically for pockets from like, say Cecilia, for instance, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, this dress could, can, could handle some pockets, I think. Oh yeah. So yeah. That was, a, that was like pockets. The next pants that come down the runway have pockets. Oh my what gosh. did you think about Kimberly's look? I love this outfit back then and I still love it now. I think I love it like I love it even more now. Um I cuz I wasn't really into the the color combination, but I actually I I don't mind it. There's a lot going on on the side, which I feel like that's Kimberly trying to make the top interesting. Um mm-hmm. this outfit though is missing a jacket. And so I would have loved to have seen what it looked like underneath yeah. a, a matching jacket, but I liked it. I liked it. What do you think, Patricia? I I loved I loved it. I mean, I do agree with you. I think the side of the like this both side panels mm. are dangerously overworked. I did like where the zipper was for the garment. I thought that was yeah. really really brilliant. Yeah. I loved. This is somebody who's paying attention. Nina likes a bit of flash. Yes, yes. Right? Careful, yeah. structured, streamlined mm-hmm. flash. Is this a loud pattern? No. Mm-hmm. Right? It, actually, there is a little bit of pleat, sorry to say, right? There's like a, a Oh, where is the pleat? pleat. Isn't is there it in like the pants? a pleat, pleat in the sh- in the top? Okay. Maybe maybe I'm maybe pleat is like Well, she doesn't like a lot of pleats. Maybe, maybe it's, it's like a fold. maybe like maybe one it's or just two. Maybe a fold. I, I take that back. I think it's just a fold. It's not a pleat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought Kimberly did a great job. It's great. It's really, really great. great. Job. Um, all right. Now we have Cecilia. Yeah. What did you think about this? Where I it, can, I can start if you want. Yeah. You go. Yeah. You, you go. I'll go. I'll give it to I you. didn't like it at all. I thought, just made me so sad because I know that Cecilia was struggling. Mm-hmm. I knew that they were kind of stuck somewhere and didn't feel like they had the material to fix it. Mm-hmm. And it was just sad to see it. Yeah. I, it just felt like, you know, this is doomed from the very beginning. <clears throat> and so, yeah, there, I, you know, and they're like, I had some thoughts about how she could have changed this up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so risky to even change that because you're working with a client and, you know, Nina was in the workroom so often. And so you don't really want to surprise her with anything on, on the runway maybe, or maybe you're thinking that's not something that you can do, but I kind of thought, uh, man, now that you know that you have like different fabrics, perhaps that this was, um, I don't know, like an opportunity to do something that would make you happy. And Mm. so I kind of wished that. You know, uh, you know, of course, this is hindsight, but I kind of wish that maybe this was a way to, like, give Cecilia some oomph to just yeah. make herself at least feel a little bit better about being there. 
Um, I know. So poor Cecilia. Yeah. I mean, I always feel like the best way to like get oneself out of those like creative funks is like, well, I have nothing to lose now. If everything's right. going to go in, like into rec mode, I may as well make something that at least I can find something to like in or that I can yeah. find something to do with because totally. um, just continuing to head in that direction towards the crash is not going to save the crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, this is easy for me to say because I was not under that kind of pressure on television dressing yeah. a very important person. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like <laughs> there are very real reasons for why someone would really be struggling with this yeah. and i don't want to downplay them um but i do think it's sad because i i believe that cecilia is way more talented than this yeah i agree you know i agree all right so anya anya go <laughs> okay so i'll say that back in 2011 i love this outfit i thought oh my god the color is great um, she solved this issue so wonderfully. I also just really like this model's hair. Like, I feel like this, like, low bang and this really interesting um, kind of, like, slightly curled bob is really great. It also is different from a lot of the other models because um, it's a, it's the least Nina style, I think, that mm-hmm. we have because the model's hair is, is shorter. Um but in thinking about the criteria of the challenge, I don't know if this even fits a workplace or even like Nina's um, job throughout the day. Um, I think this is also missing an outer piece to make yeah. it something that feels more functional or something that could carry um, her workload. Um, it just, so like now looking at it as I'm older, I'm just like, I don't I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. <laughs> Good job, Anya, but like, I don't know. No. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally I look at this and all I see is fun girl hang. <laughs> like, I don't see like office anything. Like it's yeah. just um Yeah. I really and like I, the cut of the pants though. Like this like slight like a diagonal at the cuff. Like yeah. I feel like it's 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 really it's a really sharp and cool in terms of the details and the design. Um, but I would, and I think that's maybe it's also you know like I'm prone I, I, or I'm biased towards outerwear. Like I would love to see this with like a, an oversized blazer or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I, but even so, even with a blazer, I think that neckline hmm. is just so like. There, are, if you were getting photographed for a government document, you mm-hmm. you would not even be photographable, hmm. right? People would make you wear a t-shirt or a jacket. You can't expose yeah. your shoulders. You can't mm-hmm. like. There's all of these things, right? Even yeah. just a basic thing. So, um, when I think about Nina's day, I just don't see this really fitting in there. Yeah, I mean, I I see it fitting in. Um... Because I know that she, I feel like I've I've heard about her going to these places where oh you know a lot of you know people go like Saint Tropez or whatever or yeah Saint Martin or yeah vacation yeah resort <laughs> like night out with the girls at yeah. the resort yes yeah. this would do that yeah that'd be great okay next next we have Danielle 
oh, oh no yes, yeah this I is know. this is a talk about danielle style this this uh model like danielle this is danielle um yeah. with that center part and a side ponytail and mm-hmm. these like this very worked overworked chiffon blouse and these um no detail having pants like they're just no detail having cigarette pants and um i you know i it's it's it it is very very plain in the brightest of ways like it's a it's a bright green top but like cecilia said last week it's just like a you know it, it just doesn't yeah i don't know what else to say i have no words for this yeah, it just it doesn't seem like a good match. Like the fabric doesn't feel like a good match for the technique. Yeah. For the idea, for the challenge. Yeah. It, it, to me, it's like, and again, I also think that this designer is capable of much better. Yes. Um, but again, Nina doesn't have an office job. <laughs> yeah. Nina doesn't have a, an office job that a lot of these people either have never had. You know, Nina doesn't work at Kinko's. Yeah. You know, in so, terms of... Yeah, I, I totally get now. Like this is this is okay. If, if Nina had an office job, this top and these pants would be totally appropriate. Actually, now, now I'm thinking about it, but um, not together and not in this way in particular. These would be wonderful items to have in her closet if she had an office job. No, I I think that's kind, and I think that's a good thing to do. <laughs> You can be unkind, Patricia. It's no, I, I just think this designer is capable of so much better. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really is. Okay, next we have Julie and her dress coat. Um, yeah. Mm. I was So does this count as color blocking or no? Yes, I feel like this this counts as color blocking. Color. You know, I liked it so much on the sketch. I, I like a, a coat dress and those things are really mm-hmm. in again you know yeah. they're in now too but i just thought wow the sketch looked so good and it's actually well made for what it is it just doesn't make sense to me yeah it is as a, as a language it doesn't make sense as a language <laughs> i um, like the, i like that you say it doesn't make sense as a language <laughs> i don't know how else to say it yeah i i just get julie's aloofness in this somehow like there's certain parts of julie that are you know that that came out in that wonderful duo of julie and joshua like i just love that little sibling older sibling kind of you know pokey pokey thing where joshua is speaking a language and julie doesn't just inherently doesn't understand doesn't she's not ignoring joshua but she fundamentally fundamentally doesn't understand. Like she speaks another language. And and with this, it's just like that collar cracks me up because Nina Garcia was like, the collar is too big. And so Julie's like, okay, I'm going to make a ridiculously small collar. And then it yeah. made the neckline wide in a way, but Julie doesn't, I don't know if Julie saw that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, there's like the left side of this garment is curving. Yeah. What? why it's it's so there's a lot of stuff going on here that i'm just like why is it doing that and when it does that it does things to the garment that don't are not flattering in terms of a fit but 
I look at the collar. Okay, that's why it's funny. I just realized. It's like the collar has T-Rex arms. It's like the T-Rex arms oh. of collars. It's so oh. small. <laughs> so small. Um, and useless. It just makes the top of this garment just so useless. And so I, I also laugh at the belt. Like, what's that belt doing there? It's not saving anything. It should close by itself. But you got that from the Piper Line wall. And you did not use it responsibly, in my opinion. So, yeah. Just, yeah. But yeah, but I, I do like the color blocking. I thought these colors are look well together. But Julie, you know, going back to the Zero mm-hmm. episode, she was so promising with her outerwear. Um, and this is the most outerwear garment that she's been able to make. And it just, I don't know. Didn't like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of color blocking, what about Bryce? Bryce. Oh, dear. You know, this was the garment I liked the least. Um, I didn't think it made sense. Again, I, I don't think um, it's it's too short for anybody to wear in an office. It's just not it's, comfortable. Like it doesn't yeah. fit um, the challenge. And I mean, I remember this walking, and Bryce is like, "Yeah, I'm most worried by the hem." That him oh. is atrocious. It's like three inches. He could have. Oh my god! And I'm a baby sewer. That was too. He he should he needed that length, but he hemmed it to this length. This dress should have been length. three inches longer, and it probably would have looked decent. Maybe like kind of okay, but mm. um. If he had finished it really nicely, then maybe he would have gotten away with it. Because I feel like at least the the shoulders are interesting. But the garment itself, like, I don't like the design. I don't like the way this is color blocked. I, I just think it's boring um, everywhere. It's it's boring everywhere. So, sorry, Bryce. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Bryce. I have um, a feeling Bryce would agree with us, though. Yeah, yeah. We're fair. Anyway, um... And we've already talked about Laura and, yes. and Victor, so, um, but Laura was next, and then Victor's next. So we kind of went we went out of runway order, but we got everybody. Um, all right. So after the runway, Heidi calls Danielle, Kimberly, Anya, Victor, Julia, Julie, and Cecilia, and this is our top and our bottom. Uh, she did not call Bryce. And I'm, I was, I was like, why? I was shocked by that. So Me too. everyone else is safe, including Bryce and then him and uh. that really short dress. So um, anyway, so they go back and they start speculating and Becky and Anthony, first of all, are relieved that neither of them are still on the runway. They're fine with being safe. So they don't have to talk about their fabric. And um, Laura is so sure that Kimberly and Cecilia are on the bottom because who would wear that gold thing? And oh my God, Cecilia. And then I love how all of a sudden Becky comes to Kimberly's rescue, even though Becky for the last three episodes has been talking trash about Kimberly and her gold choices. (laughs) But Becky's like, wait, 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 you don't, you never, you don't, you don't think Laura that perhaps Kimberly could be on the top. And Laura's like digging herself deeper into wrongness. 
more wrong, being like, oh, absolutely not. I don't think Mina would ever wear the thing that she asked Kimberly to make. Like, why would she? I made something that she didn't ask for. And I feel like she would wear that. Totally. I don't understand why I'm not in a top. Uh. <laughs> Real, really weird. It's like you um, answered your own question. Exactly. Anyway, um, so so we go back out into the runway and um, uh, Victor is first. They all love it. And uh, Victor sells the shit out of this garment. Looks mm. Nina Garcia straight in the eye and says, I really paid attention to this yeah. because it's you. I paid attention to what you wanted. And then, you know, we have like Laura <laughs> Kathleen in the back being like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe that the people who are out there are out there. Why? Why? It's like, because <laughs> they made what Nina wanted <laughs> in, a, in a really good way. So, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think... They had some nice things to say about it. Uh, and I'm going to do my impression of, of Carrie Washington. Okay. Going, there is something really different about this piece. And I think it's in the youth of the skirt. Couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. So annoyed. So annoyed. Yeah, so I disagreed annoyed. with that. I disagreed with that. Um, I mean, anyway, I, I generally did think that Carrie made good, had good observations. Glad. Wow. Great. Good. I just felt like, what no, are you saying? You are you, you saying like anything, <laughs> Carrie? Are you saying anything? But yeah, um, I, I, I'm thing... less judge, judgy now but than I was in 2011. It's it's residual. I'll say. The, I'm being I unfair. did find what I did find striking was that this person was introduced not as an actress, which they are, but mm -hmm. as an artist and arts advocate. Oh, <laughs> I thought, huh? Okay, I, that I bet is in her writer, and it's probably why I was so annoyed with her. Probably why, yeah. Um, but this is also, I, I think, it's pre, um, it's pre scandal. This is like before she yeah. became like a rock star. Um, from that, yeah. that show. But she um, was in some other stuff before yeah, she, that. She, that yeah, she's been acting. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So we have Victor. Then we have Julie next. And <laughs> and uh, Julie, I think, says something to the along the lines of, hey, guys, you see this very tiny collar up here? Nina. Nina asked me for that. Nina asked me to do that. And Nina goes, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, before before Joanna Coles fires me, I have to say that this that collar is significantly different. And um, so yeah, so I feel like <laughs> Julie was like, Nina told me to make this. I made it exactly the way that Nina told me to make it. <laughs> Nina's like, no, I didn't. No, Not I didn't. The case. Not the case. <laughs> so um, Joanna Coles, who is um, the Palpatine of this uh, panel. So for just to translate that, um, uh, Palpatine is like Darth Vader's boss. So Nina is like Darth Vader. And then we have Palpatine. So Nina, so Joanna Coles says, Nina, if Nina came into the office wearing this jewelry, I think she were asking to be fired. It's like shots fired. Best <laughs> comment ever. Shots fired. From Joanna Coles. Um, 
So next we have Cecilia and um, basically Heidi Klum is like, Cecilia, tell us about this garment, which is not a great um, start to it. Basically, Cecilia says, so this is the crap I made with the crap I bought for Nina. (laughs) I know already from the client, from her face, look at it. She thinks this is crap and it is. It is crap. So, uh, like, uh, the emperor, Joanna Coles, goes in and says, listen, Nina, if you came into the <laughs> office, I would not put it past all of your underlings, all of the people underneath you going into another side of the room and then talking about you from that side of the room. They would ostracize you. I would ostracize you. The whole world would ostracize you. And I would be into it and I would shoot all of the ostracizing lightning from my fingers and I would send you all the way back to Mustafa where you belong it's just yeah everyone didn't (laughs) she went in she went in on this (laughs) so yeah any thoughts on this exchange with Cecilia because I will I will make Star Wars references all day long I'm really I'm really sorry that's no don't be sorry that's totally fine I mean, I that that I, I'm not sure if you've ever heard uh, Joanna talk about runways on television. I'm not on te- yes on television, but just in, on regular interviews, kind of off the no. cuff. This is exactly how Joanna is. So okay, to me, great. It wasn't like it. It wasn't like a producer. Like, there's no way any producer is going to tell Joanna what to say, how to say it, <laughs> when to say it. And I really respect that. Yeah. But also, I think look, these are Nina and Joanna are two people whose job it is to take this stuff seriously. So it's, a, I mean, I, and I, I love it. And Joanna it, Coles is um, uh, regularly on uh, all stars as well. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and, and I feel like this is the, this is the tough love that I feel like is a look into um, the fashion industry and especially, and I and I get it. Like it, it's it's sort of like there is something to be said of 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 um, a professional who has an expertise in this field, and you can't just come in looking however you want to look. We I mean we 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 see the way they dress, and we know how they talk about the way you dress, especially Tim Gunn. Um, like, and I feel like that's also an example of someone who is like extremely careful about the way they present themselves that this is this is your profession this is your job um oh. and and if you showed up in something that um cecilia also like you know knows like this isn't good yeah. like this isn't good yeah um this is how bad that is so yeah yeah yeah, yeah cecilia is so. aware that there's a big disconnect here for sure yeah and i also think that the role of someone like Nina and Joanna, at the end of the the day, these two people do represent a very particular level of professionalism in a very particular sector. They can't turn their back on that just because it's TV. And that's something that Michael Kors doesn't have to think about. Michael Kors Mm. can make all the jokes, all the references, and we all love the designer's creativity, right? Mm-hmm. We all love this per- who this person dresses, why they make those jokes. We all love that person's viewpoint as a designer. Right. Um, but 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 Joanna and Nina are not. Um, they're just in a different place. Yeah. So I I didn't think that Joanna was out of line. I thought she was trying to 
communicate to people in a way that I think they would that that Joanna thought they would actually understand the references for. Yeah. And and this is again a real world aspect to a, a real world challenge. Um so yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Okay, next we have Kimberly. Yes. And uh Nina loves it and says it looks great. I could wear this during the day. I could transition in the evening very easily. And one of the things that, you know, I didn't point out in terms of the feedback for Cecilia is that the 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 fabric that Cecilia chose, they could see that it was already crin- like crinkled or creased on the model. And Nina goes, this could not follow me through a 12 to 16 hour day. Yeah. But Kimberly's outfit could. And um, Heidi brings out, she's like, oh, and actually you don't have to accessorize this with too many things to make it do the things that you want it to do. And it's separates. And um, Joanna Coles is like, if Nina doesn't wear this, I will wear it. I will wrestle her to the ground. I do not care. I will get into fight. If she doesn't choose it, I will choose it because like this is how this is like a great outfit it's a great piece so just like this is amazing it's like, you know glowing reviews for for kimberly from for, yeah. for everyone for all the right reasons yeah and people love pointing out not not using this word but how versatile it is which is something yeah. that like laura bert victor like did not think about versatility yeah and did not even factor that into their um review of the garments as well it's just it's interesting it's interesting like what they didn't pick up on um in terms of the virtues of, of this outfit um mm-hmm. Anya's next and basically she's like I turned this from mustard to this and Nina goes I'm amazed at the <laughs> transformation because it was a lot of mustard um and I will say um, when I was looking up the images to uh, make our cheat sheet for this episode, I often get directed um, to Nick Varios's um, Nick Varios a la season two. Um, Nick Varios famously has a blog and has been blogging Project Runway. Nick Varios on this episode went and did a deep dive of all the times that Nina has won has worn shades of yellow. So, wow. <laughs> so I'm going to post it on Instagram, but um there is this like wonderful little um triptych that he made up um and actually I'm going to put this in the chat. But you so know what's interesting, you know while I wait for that to come in, I thought what Nina was wearing for the judging this gold like sparkly top um was actually the same shade that Anna's fabric or closer to the shade that Anya started with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought. Um, actually, let me actually, you know, that's so funny. Like I didn't even notice that. And I'm in, in one of the, oh yeah. It's just like, like, like a, like a, I'll call it like a blush gold or a rose yeah. gold. Yeah. That's rose what gold. A rose gold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And actually one of the, um, uh, and I'll um, I'll post this on Tumblr as well. Um, maybe I can like link it to his blog. Um, I'll try to do that. But he also used um, uh, a, a screenshot of Nina from the show wearing some type of 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 yellow. It's and it's not like the same tone, but it's close enough. It's 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 pretty close. 
yeah but i thought that was i thought that was really interesting um and so they kind of like it and joanna coles even says like this would be this would go with the big life that nina has mm-hmm. um and and that's that's really interesting because i i was just like I, I, okay all right joanna this is like the one one moment where i just kind of don't agree with that um but i think that nina garcia could definitely pull this off um so yeah all right let's see here oh and 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 then next we have danielle so speaking of a piece being beautifully tailored so everyone is also amazed at how anya was able to tailor this outfit and of course this sort of creates more drama um with victor's talking head because victor's like anya didn't say that she got help because laura helped her i think that's kind of like cheating um Mm. and so of course like anya didn't say anything because neither did um julie (laughs) because like you you don't want to say that someone helped you make this awful garment um anyway so speaking of of beautifully tailored we're going to go to danielle next and danielle says uh she's like so um i know that uh what nina really liked about my outfit is that you could see the expert tailoring underneath the sheerness of the fabric and i feel like i should have gotten more of a whisper a fabric this is like not enough of a whisper to make my blouse more blousey and i'm like this is not the problem with no, this exactly. garment michael kors calls it pedestrian yes and oh my gosh and nina goes here's the thing which i think is terrible um this is not good news here's the thing you've made some beautiful blouses and some nice pair of pants and it's like but this is not this is like not a beautiful blouse this is not a necessarily nice pair of pants um and it it really is just kind of like a a a nothing um and joanna coles again but go ahead you were going to say something patricia no 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 go ahead no no No. go ahead no you you say something oh um well i think that this is something we've we've already seen in offices like yeah. Right. This is like very entry level job outfit, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Just was not the challenge. Oh no. It's not Nina. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. And Joanna Coles, like, this is where I felt like Joanna Coles got really mean. Yes, this was uncalled um, for. This yeah, I agree I, with you. This was uncalled for. This part I did not like, but. I think she's on to something, though, because um, one of the reasons why Danielle fascinates me is her lack of expression. And I because I do feel like that she is unflappable and very confident. Um, But there's like there's like this um, there must be like this inner world to to Danielle that I'm I'm really, really interested in. But uh, she she does she doesn't really just doesn't register much on her face, and I I don't think she's really hiding anything. And I think she's very honest. She's like, okay, yeah, no, I can I can kind of take whatever you throw at me. And I feel like Joanna Coles tried to throw something at her to get mm. some expression from her. But I also wonder if a part of it at the same time was um, actual anger at how terrible this garment was. <laughs> 
Yeah, so. I mean, I, did we say what the uncalled for thing is? I think Joanna said. Oh, yeah. She's, oh, she this... called. She's like, oh, I, I feel like she started off, I think, very in a, in a way that I um, that I, I, I understand. Where she's like, you know, look, clothes make you feel something. And they make others feel something about you. And I mm-hmm. and I look at you and I look at her and I look at you and your face and your lack of expression. And she called her depressed. She's like, this makes you look like you're a depressed person. I think you're very sad. I think this this outfit is very sad. Your model looks very sad. Um, and so I feel like there's a little bit of a stigma around mental health here um, yeah. where I don't think this makes them look sad in a depressed way. I think it looks sad in the way that like, you know, um, <laughs> Cecilia, I think, I, I don't think Cecilia is depressed. I think Cecilia is like sad. Like, I think um, calling the, the colors sad also mirror kind of like how she felt about them and she's disappointed in them. And, you know, like, so that I feel like the emotional aspect or, or pitting depression onto these clothes really bothered me. <laughs> as someone who like deals with actual depression um and so this so but this i feel like kind of gets into um yeah danielle is kind of like kind of boring and and not in like i'm not like like a judgmental kind of way but she only deals with chiffon and she actually Mm -hmm. wishes she used like a lighter fabric even though she used the lightest of fabrics i'm like what is that i feel like there is some boring aspect to to her and she's totally fine with that that's just i think how she is but in the past like i have liked what she's designed i think that she is very oh, okay i won't you say boring i'll just say understated maybe yeah. understated or um uh i don't know yeah maybe that's maybe that's the the word to use but i wouldn't say that she's depressed or that her model looked depressed like she didn't she looked like I... danielle <laughs> but yeah not depressed. i, I... I agree on all counts. And I think what, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I don't um, know what jo- Joanna was thinking, but I think mm-hmm. it looked to me like Joanna was really reacting to the personality of Danielle mm-hmm. and how Danielle is very reserved, yes, incredibly reserved. reserved. Yes. And yeah. it, this is not someone who's like Joshua, who's extroverted. This is someone who deals with stress yeah. by internalizing it and just doing what they think they have to do in the best way they can. Yeah. And I think this is coming across as depressed to Joanna. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unfortunate. Um, so I did think this was warranted. This was unwarranted to say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so, so yeah, so that's, that's it. That's, that's the end of the critique. And the, des- the designers are dismissed. They go in the back. The designer, the safe designers have their minds blown because they're all wrong. <laughs> about who was on the top and who was on the bottom and um and yeah so and then we have um our our time with the judges and i i didn't write that much down but i did write about what joanna coles continued to say about danielle because Hmm. i just thought it was so specific and she's just like i felt that i felt that danielle's outfit was something that um something that a mom could wear this in the kitchen making pureed acorn squash for her children and i was like oh pureed acorn squash just like i don't know there's something i'm like that sounds really great like i would love a pureed acorn squash soup or or pureed acorn squash with something but um but i also was like yeah like 
where would this person be going or what would they be doing? Um, I just kind of wanted her to continue that storyline. Like, okay, period acorn squash for her kids. Like what else? Where else well, is, this... what else is she doing in her house? Well, no, but I think the comment was not really about doing. I think the comment was about a role. Yes. yes. Right. This is an outfit for someone who stays at home. Yeah. Does things. This is not an outfit for somebody that has a power job like Nina. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I think the role is, I think, what's key in what Joanna yeah, said. Yeah. Um, and Michael Kors says it's maybe something you'd wear to a Joan Crawford St. Patty's Day party. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. <laughs> that really was Also hilarious. very specific. And where is she going? And I was like, I thought that was so appropriate. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Did anything else come out of this this time up there? No, not at all. I, I do think I agreed with Heidi. Heidi called Victor's dress boring. Um, mm. People people talked about, and actually I think, oh, I don't mean to make you unhappy now, but I think it was Carrie who said that Anya was inspired design. Yes. And I thought that was really good because it wasn't something that was aspiring to be anything. It was just inspired by yeah. someone or by a criteria or by an idea. And I, I, I think I think it was Carrie Washington that said that. Mm-hmm. Listeners, if I'm off topic there, let us know. No, People I love mean... Kimberly. But again, I was really shocked that Bryce was not on the bottom. It's so shocked. With, There's... That, with that hemline. There is, there is a board in the back, an unreal kind of sticky note plotting going on. And it's not Bryce's time yet. It's not Bryce's time. Um, but it is someone's time. So we bring the designers back out. And uh, Patricia, who is out Julie, that's right. So we say goodbye to Julie. Yeah, we say goodbye to Julie. And thank you for reminding me because I saw this episode last week. Um, And I was actually really, I thought it was really strange that Laura, we get this cutaway from, you know, just, we get footage of Laura in the room, in the back room, talking to everybody. And then when Cecilia comes in and says, oh my gosh, I'm safe, but I'm so tired. I'm not even sure I want to be here. Laura decides to say, well, maybe you should tell them if you don't want to be here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which tells me there's a little bit of a threat there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah. Right. Laura is sharp. She's super sharp and, and very much clued into this competition. And I also feel like with all the help that she gave Anya, she only did that because she's not threatened by Anya. Right. That's the only right. reason why she did that. And um, I th- and I think with Cecilia, it also is, I think, one of those reality TV show competition things to say. So if someone gives like a hint of fatigue or tired, says out loud, like, oh, my God, you know, I, I think the, the furthest you can go is saying like, oh, I miss my kids because no one's going to say, then go to your kids. Why don't you leave and let someone else who really wants to be here stay here. If you miss your kids so much, go and see your kids or whatever, like yeah. something like that. Um, where Cecilia is like, just genuinely, you know, she likes Julia, uh, likes Julie. She and Julie are friends. Um, you know, Julie has been the only glimmer of hope in the back of Cecilia's eye sockets. And so now Julie's gone and she's just like, Oh my God. And she already, she also has said, 
I think Julie is a true artist. Um, so she feels sorry for her friend, um, that her friend who seems to have like a lot of passion and is really invested in this whole thing, um, is going home. And while she is less invested, she was like, you know, I, I would have been okay with going home. I, I, if it were my time, I, I, you know, I think that would have been okay. Um, so she's content. Like she's like kind of come to terms with, with things, but Laura, mm, pounces in there and picks up on a little bit of weakness and starts to dig in yeah dig and weigh in so okay but patricia who is the winner are you sure you don't want to say it i will say it it. ask me yes please say it oh ernez please tell us okay ernez please tell us who is the outfit that is going to get bragging rights composed of number one a new york city cab ad number two nina gets to wear it number three an editorial who wins all of these things it is kimberly the golden designer who designs in gold and has been trying to design in gold for two episodes (laughs) kimberly wins and um oh my gosh we have her going in the back and of course you know people thought that she was on the bottom they're like wait kimberly you won oh congratulations congratulations but not only does she get all those things she gets a post-credit scene with nina so kimberly goes to the hearst building to the marie claire headquarters and Nina is wearing her outfit. And I loved this. And also, like, Kimberly looked amazing. Um, she was oh, wearing yeah. this, like, cerulean or, like, chartreuse, maybe. Chartreuse colored, off the shoulder, really cute little dress. Um, Nina's wearing her outfit and sits down with her and actually talks about her day with 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 Kimberly. And is saying, I walked in. I got a lot of compliments. And um, I've been going through out the day. Um, tonight I have a book signing. I also have a, an, another industry event. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to change some jewelry and then it'll transition from day to night. She takes her into the Marie Claire closet and shows her some of the joy that she's going to use to accessorize it. And I was like, oh, this is such a great challenge. This is such a great win right? and such a wonderful prize. It really is. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, sort of like in the day in the life of of Nina and like, maybe, I don't know how much time she had with Kimberly, but when it was time for her to go, she's like, I've arranged for a car to pick you up. And Kimberly goes downstairs and it's a taxi cab with her outfit on in Nina Garcia. (laughs) That was so great. That was so great. It was delightful. It was a, it's just, it's just, what, what, a, I mean, how great is this? Like this, I feel like this is one of the best challenges of Project Runway ever. Yeah. <laughs> and what a good prize. I totally um, agree. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just love that they let Kimberly shadow Nina for a little bit. Um, yeah. It was a, a well, you know, there's nothing better than a well-deserved win, you know, mm-hmm. as a watcher. Mm-hmm. So it's great. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? That, that, shirt was called transformative by several of the by by joanna beginning with joanna yes right so which i thought was really really um great and that's the kind of word that you can only use after you see the garment if you say that at the beginning of the challenge Mm -hmm. it is going to lead people to places where 
they're going to not just do bad hymns, they're just going to do all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, So I like that. Well, so, um, so that's the, that's the end of this episode of this very eventful episode where we got to see so much Nina. um, And this is great. And we got to see again, you know, um, hear from Joanna Coles and um, this is great. So Patricia, um, before we go, do you have anything to share with our wonderful listeners? And can you also remind them how to find you? Yes, I can be found. I'm, I'm kind of back on social media a little bit, easing back into it. I can be found on uh, Twitter and Instagram with the same uh, handle, which is Sense Insight. That's S-E-N-S-E-A-N-D-S-I-G-H-T. Nothing to share as of now. What about you, Renez? Where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me on all the social mediums at Ernest, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E, and on my website, ErnestDavis.com. And um, in all, you know, on all of our, in the workroom, the workroom stuff. Um, and yeah, I'll use this as, an, as a reminder to, to send us your thoughts or any rants or raves or any anything that you want to add in um, and we can talk about it on the next episode, Um, especially if this is your second watch or third watch or whatever, has anything changed for you? Did you have any different takes on the clothes and, and any, have you evolved in any way and you're thinking about this episode? Just really curious. So, wow, everyone. Uh, Thanks so much for, for listening and, um, Take care of each other and take care of yourselves as best as possible. So um, until next week, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye.